Hello, Philadelphia. What is going on? Did you guys miss me? I bet you did. Psych. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stilettos Podcast. I am your host, Breezy. Welcome back. Welcome, first time listeners. What is good? How y'all feeling? If you have been, <laughs> if you have been um, following me on Twitter, you know that I was in Miami for the game uh, against the Dolphins, and I had a blast down there. But the game itself was not not my cup of tea at all. Do you understand at all? I had to stop consuming alcoholic beverages at halftime of that game because I needed to pay attention to what was actually happening. That's not okay. That's not okay. So before we get into everything, make sure that you like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show so that you know exactly when I drop episodes. I've been a little flaky lately. I apologize. Life has been happening outside of the podcast. Yeah, so I'm not even going to get into that, but I will get back on track. You know, things should be back to normal starting next week. So uh, this is going to be a slight recap of Sunday's game against the Dolphins and then a little bit of a preview for Monday night's game against the Giants, (laughs) where we get to see our old friend Eli Manning back on the field again. Um, So (sighs) I don't even know where to start. Every you guys like I, I I have no idea. I think that and you guys have heard this all over the radio, all over ESPN, all over it, literally everything. Everyone on this Eagles team deserves some kind of blame. Now the amount of blame obviously it really depends, but I think most of it is 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 really on the coaching staff and the players. <sighs> it just it irritates me so so much that you would take a losing team lightly. Like have they not learned that when you have nothing to lose, you ruin someone else's chances of being successful? Because you have nothing to lose. The Dolphins were 2 and 9. Are you kidding me? And we lose to a two and nine fucking team? I, I just, it doesn't, it does not make any sense. If there was any game in this last stretch that should have been the statement game for the rest of the regular season to make a playoff run, it should have been this game against the Dolphins. It should have. I don't understand what the hell happened. I don't. The shit makes me so upset. And the fact that Doug Peterson came on WIP and was like, oh, I'm disgusted. Um, I'm angry, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? You should have took that anger out on your team when they lost. That locker room should have been on fire after that game. Should have been on fire. Like, I don't. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't. It it will never make sense to me 
why the Eagles lost that game. It won't. There is nothing that anyone could possibly say to me to make me feel better about that. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We gave up the most points the Dolphins have seen in five years. Four or five years. The fuck? Like, I know our secondary is bad, but like, what? What? I have no words. And you know what? That falls on the defense. That falls on Jim Schwartz. That falls on the players. That falls on the position coaches. Because nobody went to South Beach and was ready to play that game on Sunday. The offense was ready for the first half because they were rolling. They were good. That defense... Ryan Fitzpatrick has lit this, has lit up Jim Schwartz four out of four times that they've met. Fitzpatrick has been on eight teams in 12 years. Like, are you, are you kidding? <clears throat> if there is one person that you should understand how to defend, it should be the one person that has beaten you every single time that you win against him, no matter the team. I don't get it. What film study was done on Fitzpatrick? Probably none. And then you got the players complaining. Oh, well, we didn't know that they were going to run the trick play. Where was the timeout? You had time. You had plenty of time. You ice a kicker like Cody Parkey in the playoffs. But you don't call a timeout because you you're you're seeing a formation that you have not seen on tape. What the fuck was that? That looked like some shit out of college football right there. That's what that looked like. And you know what? For the rest of the season. Every single team that we face is going to pull out the trick plays. You know why? Because Jim Schwartz doesn't know how to defend it. This coaching staff is not able to adjust in game to things like that. As soon as they would have moved, I would have called a timeout. As soon as I saw that formation, timeout. But no. Nobody wants to do that. They just want to get their asses handed to them all up and down the fucking field. And you know what? A lot of this blame falls on the veterans. Like Rodney McLeod. I, don't, I didn't even see Rodney on the field. The fuck happened to him? Jalen Mills, per usual, getting torched. Every single play. Every single, like, you cannot get up after a ball was overthrown and be like, no fly zone. No, no, bro. Uh-uh. Because if that ball was a hair shorter, it would have been caught. And you would have got mossed for like the seventh or eighth time in the game. Nah. No, bro. No. No. It 
It makes my stomach turn watching this football team not adjust, not make the necessary changes that it needs to make, and 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 all of that. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. We have no receivers anymore, so we better be running the ball like 35 times a game for the rest of the season. We better, because we have nobody to throw to. Nobody. I think our receivers right now, uh, JJ, Nelson, Alshon, and Greg Ward. That's it. That's four, four receivers. And then you have your two tight ends. That's six people you could throw the ball to, not including the backs. It's unbelievable. Now, while I am very, very happy that finally, finally, Matt Collins is gone. You will not see him in an Eagles uniform anymore, but you will see him in a Dolphins uniform. I find that very, very odd. Um... Yeah, I feel like that's I feel like that's a conversation for another day because I could go on and on about how I feel like that was a conspiracy theory or there's a conspiracy going on with that, but we'll save that for a different day. Anyway, I'm very happy that he's gone. But like what are we going to do? What are we going to do? This team I feel like has given up. They've given up big time. Because they're not performing. They're underestimating these teams. They're, they're not making adjustments. They're, they're not preparing the way that they should. They're not coming out with fire and passion. And, and all, they're not. And it's so hard to watch a team like this that you love and that you die for. Well, maybe not die for, but you know what I mean. It's hard. It's very, very hard to watch a team like this literally spiral out of control. Literally. I'm telling you right now. If the Eagles lose Monday night against the Giants and Eli Manning, we're not making the playoffs. I don't care how bad Dallas does. There is no way. There's no way. We are making the playoffs. If there's anything that needs to happen, it's these divisional games that we need to win. And here we go again. We're starting with the Giants. We should have been on a three-game winning streak. But no, here we are. Hoping and praying that we can beat the Giants. This is... This is out of control. I, I would have never thought that I would see this day. But anyway, now let's get into a preview of the Eagles and Giants Monday Night Football at the link. And I think it's going to be like raining and like 58 degrees. So we'll see how many interceptions that uh, Eli Manning throws. Um, I have been out of the loop a lot. <laughs> uh, after when uh, when I was on vacation, so I had no idea that Daniel Jones got hurt. So yesterday, when I heard that Eli Manning was starting, I kind of licked my chops. Like, yes, this defense is going to eat. 
We know Eli Manning very well. You know, he has the most passing yards against us, but he also has the most, I believe, the most sacks out of any team. And I think he's been intercepted by us more than any other team, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game because I really, I really need this team to just get back on track. And I heard something very interesting and it, it really made me think, um, on WIP, they were talking about how this is not, this is not like the 2017 Super Bowl team. 2017 Super Bowl team was, they were a team. They were winning collectively as a team. There were no individuals winning. You get what I'm saying? Like everything was about the team. There were no like, you know, I mean, obviously like Zach Ertz had an amazing year. Um, Nelson had an amazing year. Carson had an amazing, like all of that stuff. Individually, yes. But that wasn't the driving force behind them winning games. And that is something that this team this year is lacking 100%. Everyone is in it for themselves. Everyone. So I hope, I really hope that Doug Peterson like dug in some ass and Jim Schwartz dug in his players ass these last couple of days after reviewing the tape and, and all that stuff and prepping. I hope they better come out on Monday night and put heads on platters. You hear me? Heads on platters. I want asses over getting oxygen after every series. Everything. I mean, I'm not calling for a body bag game, but like, you know, I need something similar. Okay? I need something a little similar to a body bag game. That's what I need. That's what I need to see. Because right now this team is soft and it's disgusting to watch. Anyway, now that I've <laughs> rambled, um, so Giants. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> All right. So, as you guys know, um, Daniel Jones won the winning spot week three because Eli Manning was just not, he wasn't, he wasn't doing his job. He's washed up. It is what it is. Like, I mean, there's, there's really no way to really sugarcoat it. Like it's Eli Manning and in the head to head, the Eagles have won 22 games against Eli Manning and oh boy oh boy (laughs) I'm just mm, I'm looking forward to it I really am so here's here's some stats in Eli Manning's career against Philadelphia okay uh completions 686 out of 1155 Passes against the Eagles. That's 59%. This man has 8,100 yards against us. I believe, like I said before, I believe that's most against any one team. 
He's thrown 54 touchdowns and then 37 interceptions against the Eagles. That's fantastic. That's great to me, at least, whatever. Um, the one thing that I really like is that this defense knows Eli. They knows they know his tendencies. They know the things that he likes to do well. They know the things that he doesn't do well. So, in my opinion, this this is this is the game where the defensive line really shines. I know they shined a lot against the Jets and they got what a 10 or 11 sacks that game. It was fantastic to watch. But you also have to realize that the Jets had an abysmal offensive line. The Giants have a have a have a better line than the Jets. So it's going to take a little bit of work, which means our edge rushers need to get home. I need to see a big game out of Derek Barnett. That man has been quiet since he's had his um, his horrible uh, start to the season with all of these penalties. I have not heard his name at all, and that to me is a problem. So Derek Barnett, I need you to come out of hiding, okay? I need you to do me a solid and get two or three sacks on, on Monday night. At minimum. At minimum. I think that, I think honestly, I think it's good that, um, well, actually, maybe not. Maybe this isn't a good thing for the defense. I mean, while, while the defense knows Eli Manning very, very well, it's easier to, to game plan against a quarterback that has, that doesn't have a lot of experience like Daniel Jones. But then you're also talking about a very old, on the verge of retirement, Eli Manning. And we all know Eli is not athletic. He just knows how to get the ball out pretty quickly. Which is which is like, you know, half the veterans, half the veteran quarterbacks in this league. The, the one thing that you do against a very good pass rush is to get the ball out fast. And you know what? I won't be surprised if... We see a lot of that on Monday. Saquon Barkley coming out of the backfield, quick pass. Um, whoever else is on the team. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, you know, I just think, I, I mean, I hope, I hope and I pray that, like I said, that we get that we get back on track because I I cannot, I cannot have another game like I did and watched on Sunday I can't I cannot because it's gonna be it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tragic it's gonna be absolutely tragic so I don't know bold predictions uh I feel like I feel like the Eagles will win the game. I don't know how much because, you know, like I said, defense is giving up points that they haven't given up in four years against the Dolphins. So I don't know how much the Eagles are going to win by. I'm, uh, if you if you are betting on this game, don't don't even waste your time. 
Do not bet on this game because you, I, I don't trust the defense. I don't trust the secondary that they're actually going to do what they need to do. I can't, I can't rely on the fact that they might, they might figure it out. Like I, I can't, I can't, I can't rely on that. But what I can rely on is Carson Wentz. I can rely on Miles Sanders. Um, I haven't seen an injury report yet, so I don't know if Jordan Howard is going to play on on Monday. I hope he does because that'll give Miles Sanders a little bit of a break. But we also have Jay Ajayi. I need to see more of Jay Ajayi. I don't know what Doug Peterson is doing. I don't know what Deuce Staley is doing, but they need to play that man. You brought him back because Sproles is on IR. Howard is banged up. What more What more of a bruising running back do you need other than Jay Ajayi? Like, and, and, and if I'm wrong, please let me know. Because I don't know what the holdup is. I don't know why the Eagles are treating him the way that they're treating him. I have no idea. It, it, it makes no sense. So, Dallas Goddard, I <laughs> I hope, has a better game. I really liked seeing um, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside getting involved during the Miami game. I need to see more of him. It seems as though he is, he does more, or he does better when Wentz is scrambling to extend a play than he does actually running a specific route and being where he needs to be. If he follows the quarterback, I think JJ has a very big game on Monday night. Fingers crossed. Because honestly, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, here's a funny thing. So I actually, um, where I work, Obviously, a lot of us are, are Eagles fans, but there's a Cowboys fan there and then there's a Giants fan there. So this Giants fan, I was talking to him yesterday and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli's playing. We've we've had Eli's number for a while, this that, and a third. And he goes, well, I mean, you guys can just beat us. We can like solidify the number two pick in the draft and then go get Chase Young. Chase Young is probably the best defensive player if he enters the draft, best defensive player across the board coming out of the draft next season or next year. Best. Ohio State. And that man is absolutely fantastic to watch. And I need him on the Eagles. I don't want him going to the Giants. I don't. He's too fast. He's too fast. But anyway... Um, I don't think, I, I think that after Monday night, we'll really get a better idea on how this team is going to look the rest of the season. Now, if they win, then the rest of these divisional games are going to matter. What I don't like is that we also have to pay attention to the Cowboys because the Cowboys are pretty bad too. They play, I believe they play the Bears tonight 
Thursday night football, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. But, um, you know, obviously we have to pay attention to that game too. And it kind of sucks because we shouldn't have to pay attention to how other teams are doing in our division to this extent because now every single game matters. And now we have to think, oh, um, mathematically we're still in it. We still have to win out because the last four or five of these games are divisional games. We have to win out. And then you have to look at head-to-heads with the Cowboys and you have to look at the conference matchup against, and, and all of that. And then that'll determine who wins the division. That's too much stress for me. Way too much stress. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do all that. <laughs> we have enough going on to have to watch all of this and then figure out if we're actually going to make it to the playoffs or not. So Philadelphia Eagles, I blame you from the top to the bottom, everybody. Bold predictions for Monday night. I already said it. Derek Barnett has three sacks on Eli Manning. I think that because it's going to be raining and the field is going to be slippery and wet, I think we run the ball a lot more than we have. I do not want to see Carson Wentz throwing that ball more than 25 times on Sunday. I don't. Or I'm sorry, Monday night. I don't. 25 passing attempts, 30 to 35 rushing attempts. That, that, that is what I need. Because Lord knows if I look at these stats again on Monday night, as the game is going on and there is a five to one ratio on run versus the, or I'm sorry, pass versus the run. There's going to be another angry pod coming on Tuesday. Because I'm going to be pissed, especially if we lose the game. I'm going to be livid. And I just, and I know that I can't stop watching because this is my team. This is who we grew up watching, good or bad. I didn't think they were going to be this bad this year. You know, and I said this, I said this a few episodes back in, uh, in training camp, in the off season, everything, everything for the Eagles said division title super, or I'm sorry, not Super Bowl run division title playoff run done. This was supposed to be a playoff or bust team. This should have been a team that is getting to the NFC Championship game this year and winning it. Or at least getting there. And here we are, struggling to just win our division. That shit makes me so upset. It makes me so upset. I still can't get over it's Thursday and I still can't get over the fact that we lost to the damn Dolphins like I can't the rest of these teams suck ass they suck and here we are prancing around like we've got the the number one seed or we we've got you know we're not in the hunt for the playoffs 
if this is how this team is going to be every single season, just because they have a Super Bowl ring, we're never going to see another Super Bowl, you guys. Like, let's just be honest here. We're never going to see another Super Bowl if this is how every single year this team is going to play. You underestimate a team, you get your ass handed to you. And then you're sitting there in the locker room looking confused because you don't understand why you lost. Anyway, I think this was a very erratic episode of Preview Thursday. But you know what? I've been kind of out of the loop, so... I think that this was the perfect way for me to get back on track. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing more to say, you guys. There's nothing more. Nothing more. I'm just irritated. Very, very irritated. So that concludes another episode. Um, like I said, make sure you rate the show five stars. Um, on whatever podcasting platform that you listen to, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, anything. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Sports and Stilettos Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. Hit me up. Let me know how you guys feel about Monday night. Obviously, I'm going to be watching the Cowboys game tonight. Um and live tweeting during that game. So fingers crossed that, is it the bear? I feel like it's the bears. The bears or the Browns, one of them. Anyway, I hope that team takes the cake tonight. We need Dallas to lose, obviously. But um, yeah, we're getting back on track this week, you guys. Just keep your fingers crossed. I know there's like very, very little hope for this team right now, but you know what? That little glimmer of hope is still hope. It's still a chance. So let's make sure that even though we hate to see it, we want to see our team win come Monday night against the Giants. Until next time, you guys, peace and love.